14 podcast and uh the last one technically of the year for a couple weeks here how are we feeling boys how are we feel i mean we're watching playoff ball and it's not the blue jays how are we feeling jr heartbroken i mean it's pretty heartbroken i think it's worse that uh the phillies and the braves i mean the phillies beat the braves game one and then like the d-backs like you think they would have no chance against the Dodgers, but like the way that team's built, it's just like it kind of makes it worse that we could have been a team that could have made a splash, especially with a team like the T Box who have no pitching that are just beating the fucking wheels off of the Dodgers, dude. It's it's wild. Avery, how are you feeling? Because you, Avery texted me and he's like, I feel free, and that's the best way to describe it. Like, I feel free. It's just like we got rid of the toxic X a.k.a. the Toronto Blue Jays who can't hit. And now it's just like, we're just watching ball to watch ball. I feel liberated. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm happy. I, I'm pretty sure I hated watching this team play. Love the guys. Love the Toronto Blue Jays. The style of baseball they played this year it was fucking horrible. We were Guardians fans for a year. <laughs> That's what we were this year. It's like, you know what this is? This is like that scene... And maybe someone could edit it at the end of those like movies where it's just like, uh, it's just like the credits and it's like, and it just pauses on Avery and Avery's just like, Avery's the happiest he's ever been <laughs> since the final out. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like an update of our lives. Avery went on to be the happiest he's ever been. I never have That's to. That's a great point. We did a lot of hate watching. If you look back on the streams, it was a lot of hate watching. A lot of it. The last two days were peak hate watching. It's like we got mad about things we'd seen all year, and it just brought back more PTSD. Last season, I was devastated. Because absolutely, it was a good team. A good and enjoyable team to watch. Yeah, we they played offense and couldn't stop anyone in the bullpen, but whatever. I had fun. It was like, what am I doing? My life, as soon as Blue Jay season ended last season, I was, what am I going to do with myself? This year, I feel like I got my life back. It's just so different. It's happiest I've ever been. You're right. Because last year, there was that hope of like, man, these bats string it together. We saw it game two. They put up an eight spot. We're like, oh, we got game three at our barn coming up here. Obviously, that's not what happened uh, at the end there. But there was a little bit of hope. The Jays were pretty much dead from the first pitch in that series. And I know we're not going to re- go back into that series, but yeah, it's just, it's, I feel liberated. And, and you know what? I've talked myself into the Jays just getting a shit ton of old power bats like JD Martinez, Jorge <laughs> Soler. Just give me them all. Give me all. And let's have an open tryout of just old heads that just hit baseballs into fucking orbit. Let's do a full on tryout. Why not? Buddy. You're... Bring back Teo <laughs> and his fucking I'm... 700 strikeouts. I'm not kidding when I think that that's there's a good chance that happens. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> that would be. And this is a funny team, though. That's what they do. Before yeah. we go into the season, let's go into the Ross Atkins press conference on Saturday. Absolutely wild, right? <laughs> Just, John Schneider was probably watching that at home. <laughs> and it was like... What the fuck, Ross? He's pretty much. I found out when the fans found out on the pitching change. Um, 
It was a wild move. I've never seen anything like it. Just couldn't have said more things to make John Schneider hate it. And then obviously followed up by saying he's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. He pretty much grabbed him, threw him under the bus, beat the shit out of his dead corpse under the bus. And then was like, oh, yeah, but he's coming back next year. (laughs) That's what he did. Yeah, he did a great job. He's coming back. (laughs) Yeah, he's done a great job of uh, developing this team. It just, it's, to look back on it now, it's just so fucking funny. This was just the funniest year ever. Like, we got guys, like, (laughs) things could not have worked out worse for Ross Atkins. I mean, you sign Brandon Belt for his postseason presence. The guy goes 0 for a million in the postseason. You trade for Dalton Varsho and obviously trade away, uh, quote-unquote, generational catcher, as my Twitter timeline says. The dude hits a baseball into the fucking, into the L.A. sky last night against Clayton Kershaw. Ross, it's been a tough week for Ross. <laughs> a really tough week for Ross. I don't know. That has to be one of the hardest jobs in, the, in baseball, right? The Toronto Blue Jays GM. You have an entire country behind you. Like, it has to be, right? No, I think there's two harder ones in the division. Yankees, I guess, and Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's Way just, I don't know, if it's just elevated because of the Toronto and, like, the Canada stuff. I know it's a smaller population than both those cities, I think. But um, it's Ross Atkins. It is a miracle he's not an alcoholic. This is the worst possible year for him. And I know the discourse, I'll say it. That Gabriel Moreno swing looked awesome yesterday. <laughs> he fucking shot on that baseball, dude. That ball was sent to Mars. But what did you guys? I mean, Jr. You Jr. had some choice words for the Ross Atkins press conference in our group chat. You always know when Jr.'s on the beat or Jr. Yeah, has some yeah, free JR's time. On the beat. What did you think, Jr.? What was your um thought process there? I just thought, like, if that was actually his decision, like, like, I mean, like, it's just like, okay, well, then you should. It, more more reason to get rid of him um it felt like a dubious leafs that was like the comparison was like the leafs like i just like i just think there's like there's better options like look at even look at texas now that they have a veteran manager i mean there looks like they're gonna be making a run um but i mean i don't know i just think snyder the entire year he was under a microscope what he did last year and then what he did this year was just like if it truly like Atkins like I don't know why he would lie in a press conference but it was obviously all Snyder's decision um or at least his team which is ultimately his his call um I mean I don't know I just I I was just pissed I was just like fuck there's just gonna be no change I I'm not really loyal to Snyder I'd say um I guess the players like him. I assume the players no, I don't like think they him, do. But like, I don't, I don't think, think they really. I, I like don't think him. they do like him. I don't. We've seen frustration, like even like some of the situations this year when Chapman was pissed at Snyder. I think there was a couple other ones, but I just don't think there was a reason to keep him. Really, I think you could go out and pay someone and get some of a better end in there. I mean, at the yeah. end of the day, what really is a manager doing? Like they're just making sure the clubhouse is in good shape, and then the it's really. Uh, the scenarios with the pitching, and it seems like Snyder can't fucking. Run. He can't figure that out he to save his life. He can't figure that out. So and, that's like the one important thing that you need your manager to be doing, and I don't think Snyder can do it. Nothing aged better than Avery and us saying that. How nervous are we for John Schneider in the playoffs? And Avery oh, going like eight point five out of ten. <laughs> yeah, 
I'm pretty mm-hmm. fucking nervous. So listen, I, I went back to it and uh, responded to it and said this this aged well, which obviously it did. But um, what this brought up though, and I will, the takes on the internet were flying this weekend, just flying. I saw someone tweet that uh, Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro were hired by Rogers to lose on purpose so the renovations could get started earlier, which is <laughs> like. I mean, we might just be previewing the Gate 14 Awards. That might be the take of the year. That is the craziest day. And then we had Blue Jays' dad tweet that Buck Martinez should be running the team. The dude that can't even pronounce <laughs> no. names in the fucking he said that he, yeah, he wants to run in the team. We had some crazy takes. Blue Jays' dad is getting a little upset. Twitter, once the season ends, is great because there's <laughs> – Everyone thinks they can save the team. I and- love too the the reports that there was players going into Snyder's uh locker room and saying, like, we know it wasn't your fault, blah, 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 blah for making that call. And then all those reports were just completely false because it was his call. Didn't like Ross Mike say Wilner gave- guaranteed Mike Wilner guaranteed <laughs> that it was not John Schneider's call. Guaranteed it on Twitter and just hit away like a little pussy he is. But um didn't Ross Atkins also say they give their guys too little information? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he he pretty much was saying that they they need to listen to us more. That's what got out of that. Just Ross Atkins. Where are you? A... Where, where are you with it now? Because you and YJ's fight have fought every day about about it. The move. Do I think it was dumb? I think you still have to have feel in the game of baseball. Obviously, yeah. um, I think Snyder didn't. Looking back at it, I think Snyder did not think the Twins would pinch hit twice and put those players out of the lineup. So he thought Kikuchi was just going to get two lefties. Um, but then they fucking pinch hit. And he was probably like, fuck, I'm going to get well, crucified. I, I, listen, I, John Snyder happen, can though. thank the offense for being cat shit to kind yeah. of saving his ass. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, you could put Cy Young in there. You didn't score a run. So, it's like, yeah. that pitching change in the matter, which is why the discourse is kind of dumb now. Do I agree with taking a guy out after three innings because statistics say that they give up more runs the more innings they give up? No fucking shit. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. that's basic math. But, like, mm-hmm. I, I at some point, you got to have a little bit of feel. <laughs> you know? Like, you got to have a little bit of feel. And I guarantee you, we ask the guys that are coming on the podcast this offseason – um, I don't know if they'll answer it actually, but if they were surprised by the move or if they would have done that, I guarantee you they uh, they go back to the having a sense of feel to it, right? Like they I almost just... felt like I understand why he came out when he did. I would have just said fuck it, give him a clean inning, let him yeah. start, give Kikuchi a clean inning. inning. Yeah, yeah, you can just be in the middle started. there. Give yeah. Kikuchi a clean inning. Nothing wrong with that, especially the way Brio. I mean, Brios looked good, man. But yeah, we he can't put keep up talking up about that. Like, just... That was. Royce Lewis, I mean, he put up a like that was a great like, approach yeah. to even Royce Lewis. Um, but I mean, it's not. I mean, Kikuchi is. I'm pretty sure he had no playoff experience, right? I don't think he does. I don't think. Well, uh, he was with I, the Mariners before. Yeah, so he has he done. And he didn't throw any. La- he didn't throw any innings last year. Yeah, so it's so, a weird situation. But whatever. Yeah. I mean, the Ross Atkins thing is funny. I just where's the leash now with John Schneider? Like, let's say this team starts out. Let's say this team starts out like ten and twenty. Is he gone? No, because all the good managers are going to have a job. Yeah, that's the issue. Unless there's unless there's 
unless they should, have sorry, a guy they should in, have uh, a job. They'll have a guy in there on the squad that I will say this though, and I'm thinking about getting him on in the offseason. Hopefully he's not fired by that time. I do think Guillermo Martinez is gone. <laughs> yeah. We like can... I think that's a gear. I think that's like a Guillermo Menti. Guillermo Guillermo T. Guillermo T. It's a Guillermo T. He gets fired. I really do. I mean, so yeah, just yeah. think of how often you're with a hitting coach and his approach and stuff didn't work this year. Yeah. Sure, he could make a 180 pivot. Yeah. But why would you listen to a guy after you listen to him all mm-hmm. season and now he's totally teaching you something different the next year? Yeah. I think Vladdy Senior, just... maybe, right, guys? Vladdy Senior, <laughs> hitting coach. I it's just Matt Hag, right? It it's Matt Hag. Horny for Hag, bro. I think it's just we got to get be... him on. I think we'll be able to get him on. Ernie's pretty close to them, so I'll be able to get him on for us. Okay. Well, hopefully he can break that he's the Blue Jays hitting coach. That, oh, on this pod, having Shy and all those guys credit us would rock because they didn't credit Johnny Sources. But, yeah, man, it's just <laughs> one of the worst years ever. Make-believe 89-win team. What would you say? Let's go into breaking some stuff down here. What was the biggest disappointment? You can't say the offense, like individual. The biggest disappointment for you this year? Vlad. Vlad? What about I, you, Jared? I legitimate... Holy shit, I almost choked. Um, I legitimately thought he was a... So I talked about him for fantasy for work. I thought he was a first-round player. Like, he would figure things out. Thought he had a good spring training swing-wise. I have no idea what the stats were, but... Yeah. Thought he had figured something out. Maybe he's just a Florida merchant. And he just Don't loves hitting at minor league parks. Maybe yeah. that's what he's good at. What about you, JR? I'd go Kirk. I think it's like, I, I don't even mind the Varsho trade that much. <laughs> Clockwork for JR, Kirk. <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah, I think Kirk, it's just like, if he's not hitting, he's just an absolute plug. And the fact that Danny, like, like literally took oh, over his oh, spot. No, that's not really true, dude. He's He's very good defensively. Right, JR Avery? He's really good defensively. Yeah. I think he was saying more like plug on the base pass. No good. Yeah, plug okay. on the base pass. Not, okay. Not yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because he can't hit for fucking power. Um, but yeah, I would go Kirk. I mean, it just makes that trade worse because it could have been we could have we could have probably got something really good for Kirk. I I'm betting on a good Kirk bounce back. You wow. think so? And someone made a good point. I think it was Nene takes about Kirk. He said Kirk spent all of last offseason really emphasizing defense, and his defense was incredible this year. Giving him now a full mm-hmm. offseason when not having to worry about a childbirth. Like, I mean, is he playing the World Baseball Classic? This, that. I'm buying stock in him next year. I'll, I'll, I'll buy stock. I mean, this is a guy that 129 weighted runs created plus last year, hit 285, 3.9 war. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to agree with you there, Avery. I do think it's like, going to be a bounce that- back year. The things that made him good as well was I th- pretty sure just a good line drive percentage, and he didn't swing at balls. He made a ton of good contact, and those mm-hmm. metrics were decently similar this year. So the underlying things that make him good were still there. It was just the balls in play weren't hit as hard, not as many line drives, way too much shit on the ground. He's the fucking. He's got a great knack for fucking making contact. I think he'll be. A, I can. I bet on him to have a bounce back next season. I think he'll get in better shape again. He has to. Um, and again, the weird yeah, he's start. He's forced to. He has to. And the weird start to the season where the child, World Baseball Classic, showing up late to camp, threw off a whole season. Um, 
So I'll give him the benefit of that. Yeah. Uh, and my, my disappointment, you guys can hear me, right? I sound fine. Yeah. You sound great. Yeah. You're just a little laggy, but you're good. So my disappointment this year has to be George Springer, fellas. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, 104 weighted runs created plus the lowest in his career by 20. By 20. Um, Massive decline, and I'm not going to bring up pull percentage, stuff like that, but massive decline in, the, in pulling the baseball. Didn't look good at all for a long, long time of the year. I know he went on that little Lynn Sandy run for three weeks, but this is the guy you paid $140 million, $150 million to, and he's putting up a 104 weighted runs created plus. I mean, last year he had 133, the year before 140, the year before 143, and this year a 104 weighted runs created plus with a 2.2 war. Absolutely terrible this year. Not See, great, man. This is where I go back to why Vlad and Kirk are more just dis- obviously Manoa's number one disappointment of the season, but mm-hmm. he basically wasn't on the team. So I'm I think that's why we left him off that list. Kurt or George Springer is an aging bat. Vladdy's not an aging bat. Kirk is not an aging bat. So George Springer, a guy coming off what elbow surgery probably could use an increase in bat speed to kind of get him back. Um, like the, the age curve is going to catch up with him if he doesn't mm-hmm. do something to fix it soon. That's why I'm more okay with older players getting worse instead of our guys that should be heading into their prime getting like worse. Like Vladdy, Kirk, Varsho got worse. Yeah. I yeah. Think ideal Springer hitting like six next year would be really good if we could find someone like in the top half. I want Jorge. So I've talked myself into Solaire. I really well, I, saw, I don't that. know if he's, he's even a free agent. I genuinely don't know. I but think he is. Him and JD. I've really talked myself into Jorge Soler. Another thing from the Ross Atkins press conference, speaking about Vladdy Avery. So Vladdy's just going to stay in Florida in the offseason. Um, hanging out with Kodak. Kodak and <laughs> company in Florida. Um, I mean, what does this mean? What do you think this means? Is he just going to just be working with like computers all day? Is he going to be doing his own individual drive line? Like, where, where are we at here? What is this? Do you think this is going to be? I love that report of just like he's just yeah he's getting Florida. like he's just going to Zoom put it back. Zoom said, um, Vladdy, uh, they put Vladdy on timeout. They gave him detention. They gave <laughs> him a they yeah they gave him a three month timeout in Dunedin. Yeah, um, yeah stay in it's good Florida. for him. I think it's good for the conditioning standpoint of it, and. Mm-hmm hitting lab i don't know what they really do there with their hitters that they can get into because driveline is not a remote thing you go to seattle for it yeah to go see them so um i think it can't be a bad thing you put them on a regiment you have them lifting all the times someone's seeing over that it should be a good thing for him he might hate it by the end of it but <laughs> if, if he gets into much better shape finds the fucking launch angle gets uh to elevating baseballs again we could be in a good spot very good spot i, I heard something i was talking to someone who works for the jays about their dunedin facility and they're just like pouring money into that thing they should like if you're mm-hmm. not putting money into player development you're wasting your money at the major league level yeah could, so that's it's good. like the yankees you could spend yeah. all the money on the old guys who are good mm-hmm. but unless you keep up with the times it's it's kind of a waste at some point right mm-hmm yeah, that's fair. I I just want Vladdy to be good, man. I, I'm just looking back on 2021, and I'm watching, like, your Don hit, and I'm watching all these big dogs hit that are supposed to be clutch guys for other teams, and I'm like, 
Can we get that with our guy? Can we get that with Vladdy, please? Like, I'm watching fucking Harper launch balls. And this is the guy that was talked about in those categories, Dave. Like, you talked about, like, a first-round draft pick in fantasy. Like, Vladdy should be in the same conversations as these big guys. Not like a Harper, a guys like that. And the dude had a worse way to run creative plus than fucking, than fucking, I don't even, like, uh, what's his face? Than just dog shit players, platoon guys, and other teams. Like, terrible. So, I, I agree with you, Abe. I, I, that makes a lot of sense. What's, All right, let's our, go to the next one, then. Our what favorite, you Our favorite player of the season. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say the best player. Yeah, same thing. Like, biggest surprise, maybe? We'll do biggest surprise and then best. Who was the biggest surprise for you, Abe? Two of them. One of them came on this podcast preseason. And the other one, um, the other one we got a picture with partway through the season. Yeah. Danny Jansen, Yusei Kikuchi. Jano. You say Kikuchi turning into just like a competent number three guy. Didn't he? I know we're going to look back on this, but didn't he have like a 15-game run where he had like a sub-280 right? Oh, it was after the All-Star break. After the All-Star break, he had the lowest DRA in baseball for like a two-month time period. He was sick, dude. He was fucking sick. And do I think he can be as good next year? Yeah, I think he can. I think he made some tangible changes. And you could tell pitching coaches were working with him, by the way, the repertoire changed during the season, yes. right? It was like, add the curveball back, take the curveball away, try something else. These grips, they were working. He was listening. Things worked out. So hats off to the uh, pitching lab for that one as well. And then Jano, just a fucking dog, old school Blue Jays baseball, launching home runs to left field. He's, he's all we got. He's all we got left of the good days. So, I just I think Jana was awesome again this year. Fuck man, we just bubble wrap him, man. Please. He was like, on like a 35 home run pace for 162 games. Well, has he played 162 games the last two years combined? No, I don't I don't think he has. I don't think so either. But if I bet if you combine those last two years and what he's done, it's been pretty good. 86 and 72. Yeah, that's barely. No, that's actually not it, right? It's four games away. So yeah, that's thirty-two home runs in his last one hundred and yeah, yeah. So last two years, fifty-eight games, one hundred fifty-eight games. He has an OPS plus of one twenty-seven, thirty-two home runs, ninety-seven RBIs, and an OPS of eight seventeen, uh, hitting two forty-two. So obviously, you'll never get one sixty-two from a catcher. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to get one twenty from him. Yeah, um, those numbers are sick. The last two years. He just, he's the best. He's the fucking best. What about you, Jared? Who was the most surprising? I'd go Barrios. Um, yep. Tim Meza up there. Nice. Um, yeah. And I think, I think the Buffalo boys, they got to have some sort of love. Like, I think before the season, I mean, I wouldn't even think of any of them making a real impact with the team. And I think there's now just like a handful of guys that, are going to be ready to play on this team next year, which I would have probably never expected, you know, at the start of the year. So shout out to those guys. Cause, and that's what Ross also said too, is like, mm-hmm. he's going to be looking a lot from within for options. Right. So maybe this is going to be the the funniest 84 win team in baseball next year, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which they shouldn't be, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, for me, uh, for me, I'm going to go a little bit off the path here for my uh, most surprising player of the year this year. Obviously, I, I don't know if this is even off the beaten path. I'm going to go Schneider, man, like David Schneider. And 
obviously, I mean, listen. Oh, sorry. I'm going to go Schneider and Kiermaier. Because I genuinely thought Kiermaier was going to hit like mm-hmm. 206 and yeah, just be Kiermaier good defensively. Was he was good defensively, put up good offensive numbers, looked incredible. Mm-hmm. And David Schneider, I mean, this is the guy. Did we even talk about this guy start of the year? I don't think we ever mentioned him. Hell no. no. Yeah, I don't no. think we ever mentioned him. Maybe we mentioned him like halfway through the year about like this guy's raking in AAA, call him up, you know? But Schneider looked pretty good defensively, and he was the reason this team was winning games when Bobachette wasn't playing. So... Obviously, those are the two guys for me that are most surprising. Who was your favorite player to watch this year, Avery? Oh, shit. Chris Bassett. Because he just looks always like he wants to kill someone on the mound. Old school ball. Yeah. He's just a pitcher. He's a pitcher's pitcher. Gosman, Gosman too. Gosman and Bassett. What about you, Ave? Or JR? Uh, Favorite player to watch. Uh, It was nice seeing Hicks throw 102 103. oh yeah that was I, I forgot that about shit. that um i probably go hicks and then davis snyder was just that run he went on was just you just that's one of those stories that makes you feel like you can maybe make the pros you know yeah like just like a, a blue collar guy and you meet him <laughs> and he's crazy, just the most yeah. normal <laughs> fucking dude ever mm-hmm. like he's just like the most normal dude ever i want to probably say like most exciting player to watch for me is I'm gonna have to agree with JR. Like Jordan Hicks was a goddamn roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Like there was games he'd walk three guys and just get out of it with like three easy punchies or like two dog shit pop ups or anything like that. I that's the fastest pitcher that's ever pitched for the Toronto Blue Jays ever, and it was awesome to watch it on our side because we used to get guys facing us doing that. Mm-hmm. Now we bringing guys out of the pen throwing 102 with 17 inch vertical break, um, or horizontal break. Sorry. Uh no, it's vertical, right, Dave? Vertical would be up and down, horizontal. Horizontal, <laughs> sorry, horizontal break. Um, but yeah, he that was my guy for me. I, I Hicksy's the best. I hope they bring him back. I really do. <laughs> that that would be uh that would fucking rule. Um, but it just seems like man, I, I I like not to loom on the season. I feel like everything, and I don't know if the numbers back this up, everything that happened after that Atlanta Braves series was just hell for me. Like, that was the most fun, like, that entire stretch. Because the the Braves series was, I believe, the week after the Rays one where they swept the Rays at home or took two or three from the Rays when the Rays were undefeated. The Jays were the first team to beat them. That month and a bit stretch there those Jays had when the Jays, like, Danny Jansen walk off on Sunday to sweep the series, like, beat the best team in the nl um everything after that seemed like hell for me like that team was unreal at, at one that point, point at one point you said it was the best blue jays team you'd ever seen yeah i did say that that might be a take of the year for the gate 14 awards <laughs> that might up, actually be it's it's up there as well but it you weren't crazy wrong at that time Oh, yeah, they were playing good defense, hitting, scoring runs, beating good teams. Bullpen was insane. Starting pitching staff was insane. Yeah, at that time, it wasn't a bad take. And maybe now I've kind of live and learn that you can't be having takes like that in May. Um, <laughs> you hate, Yeah, you the can't take, be having... The takes are a long game. Yeah. Let's go to some listener questions, Dave. I mean, that's pretty much season recap. Like, a lot of disappointments, not to loom on it, but we'll call this, we'll call this episode Goodbye 2023. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, okay, there's tons of... It's a shitstorm trying to get through this. Yeah. I should have sorted this before. And don't fucking talk in 
the episode questions thing in the Discord anymore. It, it always fucks They're me up. They're just having combos? Yeah, they just like answer other people's questions that are for us for me oh, to try okay. and read, and I can't sift <laughs> through them quickly. Uh, what team are we rooting for now? Oh, that's obvious. Oh, that's a good one. That's obvious. This is the a Philadelphia Phillies. Phillies podcast. Yeah, this is this is a Phillies podcast from here on out. I am excited to see it, and hopefully, Avery, we can get owner's box to get us down there. We're trying to go to Philly on Thursday. Yes. Because <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be Strider against Wheeler. Because wow. they're going to probably skip the Ranger, or at least Ranger one of those games. So that would but be what, like, game five if they get there? Game four. Oh, game, game four. four. So as long as the Braves on win one, the game ha- is happening. If owners box makes that happen, I'll do. I, I do. Yeah, I just. I, what would you need owners box to pay for? Hotels, just hotel and tickets. We can soak the gas. Yeah, that's a good bargain right there. <laughs> Any company wants to pay for that, we'll go. And then L.A. Phillies, man. Yeah, uh, L.A.'s dead. Sorry, Jr. But yeah, no, it's the Phillies, and it's not even close. It's it really isn't even close. I don't care about any other team. I got a rooting interest in the Phillies. Me and Avery got pretty close with Schwarber and Bryson. Um, so yeah, it's it's them or bust. That's it. All right. What are the gate 14 plans for the offseason? I was gonna go towards this at the end of the episode, but I guess I can kind of break it down now. Uh so yeah, our plans for the offseason, we gotta do the me versus Avery um pitching video. Yeah. Like I'll pitch, you hit, you pitch, I hit, like just both, because that'll be a long video. Um so what my goals are after next week is I'm going to start reaching out to guys. I'm going to try to get a new guy on the podcast every single week in the off season, if not close to it or every other, every other week, I probably know 10 to 12 guys on the team and just me based off of networking. And I, I'm, I'm sure we can get some other guys through like Bassett and all those type of guys. They can help us out. But um, for the off season, I'm going to try to get a new blue Jays player on every single week to kind of just, Keep it with Blue Jays baseball, but kind of also keep up with uh, um, some of the guys on the team and just kind of tap in and learn more about them. So we didn't take advantage of that last year, but this year I have more connections than the team now, so it'll be easier. Um, and yeah, just trying to get like a guest on every single week. And obviously we're going to do um, a, a lot of like, uh, like I want to do the verse, really tap into the verses. We're going to have way more time to do that now, like the spelling bee, like just stuff like that. We'll come up with good stuff and then, the award show will be in November, like last year, right? I have rewatched the Gate 14 Awards twice in the last month, and I I think they get funnier every time. We so- got to start brainstorming questions at work, Avery. Like, just yeah. if something comes to our mind, just write it down in a Word document, because I'll say it. When I saw the Block of the Year Award, I, didn't, I totally forgot about that. That was fucking funny. Like I was like, all right, like we're like the first couple were just like baseball things, like blocking the plate, and then like the Al Hunter Kirk blocked his ball, and then just Mike Wilner, <laughs> like the block of the year. He might be another. We might, yeah, we're gonna run it back a lot with these uh, awards. I think we got to keep the Bradley Zimmer award. I almost want to like, I know they're the Gate Fourteen awards. I almost want to make them the Bradley Zimmer awards in some way, or like, yeah, the trophy is a. <laughs> is a statue of Bradley Zimmer. And I already reached out to all the players. Um, I I reached out to Bassett and I reached out to Swanee and uh, all those guys, and they're going to be announcing the awards. Uh, (laughs) Really? Yeah. So fuck, it would be cool to do it, do it live somewhere at Taco Taco. I I think that'll be be funny having those guys announce it for us, just like cutting and like, we'll announce the the, like uh, recipients. And then like, we cut to like Chris Bassett in his backyard saying, 
What's up, everyone? It's Chris Bassett here. Uh, the winner of the, like the Block of the Year award is Mike Wilner. Like that would be fucking comedy. <laughs> that would be that would go crazy on Twitter. Yeah, that would go crazy. Yeah. So I yeah, there's this year with us being bigger. And honestly, if 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 listeners want to send in some funny stuff, I know we have a lot of funny listeners that could come up with some funny awards. But um, if you want to send in some recommendations for the awards, and we can kind of go from there. Like, but Patriot I, I of the couple. Year, like which one? Patriot of the Year, Dave. Uh... Dave Hudgens, Anthony <laughs> Bat. <laughs> yeah. Patriot of the Year. That's I mean, a good one. Anthony Bass winning Tweet of the Year with all three of him being the nominees is going to be fucking seen. The Tweet of the Year, the popcorn incident, is going to just be the funniest shit ever. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> he might win Blue Jay of the Year, too. What? Uh, there's not as many random Blue Jays this year as last year. Like, no, Josh, there was, though. But, like, we know Hagen Danner. Um who was the other guy who only played one game? Um, like Mason McCoy, I guess, is pretty random. Uh, like, we had Gosei Kato play games for the Blue Jays last season. That was, yeah. Like, and who was it? Jonathan Beasley, Sean Anderson. Um, There's some real random ones two years ago. Like, the Mason McCoy is, I mean, he's going to win that award. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we're gonna be like we're gonna still do stuff, but it it won't be as much. Like I think um, we got to take a little bit of a break, obviously, with that. Like for the next couple of weeks, kind of relax and just like live our lives because we're fucking dedicated to this for so long. Um, but yeah, like we'll still be doing we'll we'll still be doing stuff for you guys, man. And uh, we're gonna like I said, we're gonna try to get more players on the podcast and stuff like that during the off season. It, it for me, it's better to do it um in the off season, to be honest. It is like fun. get 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 guys on and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. So, well, how long do you think we're gonna take a break? Two weeks. I say like just miss next week episode and then record. We so record in two weeks. You know. Fine with that. Thank yeah. you. Little catch up. It doesn't have to be a long episode, but we'll catch up with. Yeah. Catch up with the crew. Hopefully, there'll be some news. I don't think there really can be any news, um, between now and then. But whatever. Yeah. How many For wins sure. do we have if we swapped coaching staffs with the Braves? Are the Braves a good coach team? They did something right. Their cheating staff or whatever they, however they the did Braves that. The Braves, they do something right. If the, I, I don't think it'd make that much of a difference. I, I really could, don't. Could they make Vlad hit the ball in the air? Yeah, like Ron Washington rocks, though. I will say that. <laughs> I will throw a bag at him to be the third base coach and infield coach. Yeah, rest in peace, uh, Luis Rivera. Yeah, Luis Rivera gone too. I mean, he's been here for a while. I didn't even realize that. What the fuck is his name? Why did I Luis Rivera. Okay. I knew his name. I didn't forget how to pronounce it. Yeah. Interesting that after you lose it, you just hang him up right away. That's the most um, accurate thing that's ever happened. Just, yeah, as like as, as soon as things go bad, just quit. And well, no, he, what happened is he saw no one at third base or had to send no one at home um, during the wild card series. And he's like, I'm just like, you guys don't need anyone. Yeah. He's like, ah, you guys don't need me here. You know? So waste of money. Yeah. He said, fuck it. He said, fuck it. I'm out. Packed his bags right after Minnesota and just did a, do you think he Irish exited? Yeah. I think he just packed his shit and left, (laughs) put his resignation letter on his uh, stool. Say, John, I love something on your day. 
You know what? Luis Rivera strikes me as like a really shy guy where he didn't want to quit in front of John Schneider. So he went back to the ballpark like late at night before everyone got to like pack their stuff the next day and just left a note on John Schneider's desk and just texted John like, I left something on your desk for you. Let me know when you see it. Let me know when you see it. (laughs) Let me know when you see uh, it on the desk, you know? I like that. Yeah. Who is more likely to return to their old form, Vlad or Alec Manoa? I'm going to say Vladdy because Vladdy in my mind is like an actual, I do think Vladdy is good. Like, obviously this year was really bad. He's still very young. Um, I do think he's still good. Manoa is for me, and maybe I hope he makes me his words. He's a fucking lost cause. He's a bum. Like he is a fucking lazy fuck. And him not wanting to go to AAA, fuck you. I was going to get a clip next year when he has like a, a two eight and just rakes and is another Cy Young or carves another Cy Young favorite, but yes, fuck you, Alec Manoa, Jer. I like I like Vlad. You think they try and put Manoa in the bullpen? No, no, I don't. No, I just did the Anthony Bass tweet. What is it? I copy and pasted the flight attendant United just made my twenty two week pregnant <laughs> wife travel with a five year old. Oh my god, that's yeah, that's gonna be numbers. Uh, All right, this guy. I'm Team Vladi. I want to make that clear. Did he piss me off when he got picked off in one of the biggest moments of the year <laughs> and didn't hit? Sure, yeah, he pissed me off, but I still think he's gonna be good. Okay, and if he does it next year, pack your shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, what do you think the possibility is of signing one of the foreign players? In the offseason, Yamamoto or Jungho Lee. Avery, you're going to top me into that. I, yeah, I, I'm not quite familiar. So, uh, Yamamoto's a right handed pitcher from Japan. And he put up fucking stupid numbers. And then. Um, well, he, he, he's the guy you said was the best pitcher in the world, no, right? No. No. That's Rogi that's Sasaki. Not the, that's the 16 year old. Is that the 16 year old? <laughs> no, he's not that young. But Which one's really more 18? realistic for you, Avery? I have no clue. They, they, the Jays were at a bunch of Yamamoto starts this year. Um, Jungle Lee, I'm pretty sure left-handed outfielder from Korea. Um, I don't know too much about him, but I think maybe uh, Yamamoto is more likely than Jungle Lee. God, that would rock. We've, and we've by the way, always be going into the uh, free. I, I think every single free agent is gone from the Blue Jays this year. Besides Jordan Hex, started to sound like it in that. I think Ryu's year. gone. I think Chapman couldn't be more gone. Kevin Kiermaier's gone. I mean, that tweet that he sent was pretty much saying like, "Thank you, but I, I'm done here." Um, mm-hmm. Belt is going to retire. It's literally just Jordan Hicks or nothing coming back here. Whit Merrifield's going to go to like the fucking Tigers or some shit, and we're yeah. never going to hear from him again. And Ryu's going to go to the Orioles. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's. Uh... Oh, holy shit. Okay. Yeah, gave 14 awards this. Um, playoff predictions for the rest of the MLB playoffs. Kind of tough now that uh, some things have happened. But um, where are we at? The Texas Rangers are insane. What the fuck? That's what happens can, when you can they hit. They can stick, man. Like, I, I genuinely do think it's just the Texas Rangers and that's it. 
like for the AL. I don't think the Astros or anyone else competes with them. I mean, the Astros got work tonight. Texas Rangers have literally dominated from the first inning of the, the Rays series until now. They have, they have just not stopped. They are fucking insane. I'd agree with that. Um, the Phillies just seem to have the Braves number, which is always interesting after the Braves have a crazy mm-hmm. one. The Orioles can't pitch. Surprise. Um, kind of gets heightened <laughs> in the playoffs as well. I mean, that today, Grayson Rodriguez, he's my guy, friend of mine, uh, official and official guy. He just, the lights got too bright. I mean, he walked a million fucking guys and just gave up moon bombs. So, yep. oh, my God, Dak Prescott, another pick. That's two interceptions in the last two drives. But, yeah, no, I think I, I think the coolest World Series for me, Avery, would be Rangers-Phillies. Those games would have infinite runs, infinite yep. runs. I think the Rangers kind of look cool in the playoffs as well. I don't know what it is about them, but I remember when they were doing the Rangers one. Sorry, the Cardinals World Series that they ended up losing. I just think the Texas Rangers have cool shit and that them in the playoffs, I think, is always cool for some reason. I don't know why, but I do. Without DeGrom, too. You know? And Max Scherzer, I saw throwing live. So I don't know when. Oh, he, he, oh, he did? I said I was watching clips yeah, that- of it. The Rangers with Scherzer and DeGrom, imagine that. Holy shit. Yeah, they they have okay starting pitching and a shitty bullpen, and they mm-hmm. score a million runs, so it doesn't even matter. All right, do we keep our window open to stay competitive by making trades and free agent signings or sell some decent players on the roster? We probably won't sell them, but let the free agents walk mm-hmm. and let the young guys come up, Martinez, Barger, Schneider, Horwitz, play next year. I think it's got to be a mix. My scary thing with that is, is that turns us into like a quote unquote rebuilding type of team. When you're just half of your lineup is rookies, that is not a good recipe, in my opinion, at least. Like, you're going to have to replace. Look at the Rangers, like Evan Carter. um, But they also have like three guys that just fucking rake in that lineup. And the Blue Jays should have that too, 100%. I'm not saying four rookies in the lineup. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah two maybe i think there's options the jays have man i mean you could definitely like uh that barrera kid could get traded who's a good prospect i believe barriera barriera whatever i don't fucking make make me fucking learn your name son um (laughs) (laughs) but uh but uh yeah no i I, there's some prospects they could dangle for sure i think i don't know but are they gonna be able to compete i I can see the year Last year, we were in a way worse spot, and then they just completely restructured. So I think it's pretty clear what we need. Yeah. I think pitching is completely fine. Maybe if, if there's too many people will walk, they get a piece for the bullpen. The rotation is more than fine, but no one's going to be given a shot to prove himself. Bon, bon um, Francis is too. Yeah. And then you have – you just need – you need a pow, a couple power bats uh, that you could slide into this middle of the order. Um, and then maybe they dabble for like a blockbuster to get like a star studded, um, you know, lefty in the top four. Cause obviously bar show is probably not going to be that. Um, why Jay just had the funniest tweet I've ever seen. Why Jay just tweeted. I need Alejandro Kirk to come into camp in worse shape and hit three forty next year. 
<laughs> that would be holy fuck. That would be no, but else. this is what the Jays need, and I keep alluding to this. I have Jorge Soler, Soler power. Uh, I have Soler fever. Throwing him in this lineup, a guy that just says fuck average, fuck singles. I'm just a home run guy. They need that. All right, we need more. We need more guys that just slang it and bang it. More Kyle Schwarber. Give me a one ninety hitter that hits forty five fucking home runs. That strikes out in a hundred. That strikes out one hundred eighty times. Give me that. Feed me that. That's what I want. That'll be uh, yeah. That'd be interesting to see the Blue Jays take a uh, take a guy like that. But I would love that. See fucking fifty home runs, something like that. Not a question, but a suggestion. Every every episode in the offseason, go in depth on two or the three Jays players, how we felt they did this year, and meeting expectations. And now we could definitely I feel like do people a, won't like that though. We could do a quick. De- it doesn't have to be long. Okay. Um, what are the top five games we've watched this season? Worst five games we watched this season. I'm. I can't remember. <laughs> like it's all it all lumped into it. one. The entire year was shit. Okay. <laughs> It really was. Um, one of the worst ones was the Dodgers. Eric Swanson blow up. That was probably my least favorite game of the year. Really? Mine was because it was going so well, and I yeah. Mine was uh... that Mariners game. Do you remember that early on? Yeah, when the when... Jays blew like a fucking a chance to sweep the Mariners, and that was that was the worst one for me. That game fucking sucked. Yeah, I think Jared and I were on playing to Mexico for that one. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Though that was the Sunday in Seattle when they had that massive lead and Nate Pearson and all those fucking guys. Blew oh, it. in By Seattle, way, Nate... no, we were not in Mexico for that one. Yeah, I remember I was at the park with Alto sweating it. I was like, oh, they lost. But yeah, um, that was probably up. I can't remember the good ones to be honest. I really can't. I mean the the Cavan Biggio home run against Minnesota probably. Uh, Jano had a couple walk-offs, right? Yeah, the Jano Detroit walk-off, the Jano Atlanta Braves home run with two or the Jano home run against the the Tigers, two outs, two strikes in the ninth to hit a home run to tie it up, and the Jays won an extras. That's probably my favorite game of the year, and of course, yeah. of course, that was the game the next day after the no hitter that we missed. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, worst game of the year was the fucking no hitter. How'd we forget? About oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. It was the Jays getting no hit by a bomb. Yeah, we were there for that. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Are the Astros going to avenge the Blue Jays again tonight? Didn't doesn't look like it. Framber Valdez got his dick shoved in, bro. Yep. And I then, don't know. Hopefully. Yeah. I, I don't have. I don't feel hatred for the Minnesota Twins. Me neither. I don't care. No, they don't, they they, they were a better team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they played less shitty than the Blue Jays did. So hats off to them. Should we sign Jorge Soler if Belt leaves? Belt's gone. No, Belt's gone. Belt's already in Cancun. Kicking his feet up. Fishing. Fishing, yep. He's on a deep sea fishing cruise right now. Jorge Soler's 31. Interesting. I thought he was But he fucking that. swings like YJ says the big stick. Does he ever? Um, he just he's got a hammer. He does have a hammer, hammer cock. And the Jays got to make that up with Brandon Belt. Mm-hmm, I mean, Solaire hit fucking 36 bombs this year. That would have led the Jays by 10. Let's see how many expected home runs he would have had at Rogers Center. 35. Okay. Fucking yep. Right. We're, we're Solaire truthers, folks. Mm-hmm. And I'm then, all in. 
Oh my god, he just he swings it, dude. He just swings it and swings it and swings it. That's what to, he does. I'm about to just tweet his longest home run of the year. I'm gonna. We want it. Solaire. Give me Solaire. The that pitching's hit, fine. Keep the pitching the with what it's at. We're not losing anyone on that pitching staff. That bullpen staying the exact hmm. same, beside Hicksy maybe, but everything's staying there. The bullpen is the exact same, which kind of rocks, Avery. Like, yeah. I don't know. Jimmy Garcia might be gone. I think. No, he he made his. He got like an automatic new deal or something because of the innings he pitched. Oh, okay. Fuck yeah, love so, to see. Chad yeah, Green's got that weird option thing that they can. It's a team with. option, though. I think I thought no. There's multiple options on his. Um, it's a very interesting contract that they signed him to. Okay, but other than that, yeah, it should be a pretty good bullpen. I don't think we can expect it to be as good or better than last year, but it should be very, very good. Same with the staff too. We're only losing Ryu, yeah, right? Like exactly. And I think they have people who can fix that. And it's a like Bowden Francis could be that guy slot in the five 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 spot, right? Hundred percent. I think they should try and stretch him out to be that guy. Yeah, and that's it. That's all we got. Sorry if you guys. Oh my God, Doctor threw another pick. That's three picks and three possessions. But those are probably already all that was those were all the good questions, though. No? Yeah, all a bunch of them were just lumped in together. So sorry. You guys did a bad job of highlighting them and talking yeah. too much in there if I missed it. My bad. But uh anyways, man. Um, I know I said this in the video and not a lot of you guys responded to us. Uh crazy year, man. Um, obviously we're gonna take like a two week break here, kind of just relax, live our life a little bit, maybe. Maybe you'll get a vlog out of us um, if we oh, go we... to Philly this weekend. The owner's box will post it. Obviously, it'll be in the owner's box uh, stuff. You want to talk about the possible Buffalo plans? Oh, we're going to Buffalo with Ernie uh, and the Cincy boys. Me, Ernie, Avery, Alto, Curtis. <laughs> um, we're going to hang out with Ernie. I think we Me should. Me and Ernie do... had a drunk, just a drunk. Te- oh, I got to read the text messages. These are the funniest things ever. So I was at Paris, Texas on Friday. And by the way, if you're those listeners, so I got no, like I got asked for a picture in a booth and these kids made me stay there. They didn't make me, I guess I kind of stayed there on myself, my own, but, um, and they just handed me four shots. So I just took four shots in like a two second time period. I genuinely don't remember anything after that. Um, so Ernie sends me a picture of him and his girl at the bar and he goes, Jay's world series, 2024. So I sent him a picture of me and Alto. I go, we miss you. Sabres game suit. He said, oh, yeah, big. He said, oh, yeah, kid. Meet in Buffalo, big kid. <laughs> this is at like 1230. I said, see you next week, brother. He said, the kid. And then I sent him a picture of Alto and just said, miss you. It was just a never-ending loop of just miss you and see you soon, kid. That's all it was. Um, That's all it was. So... Just all time. But, yeah, we will be doing that. We'll be going to Buffalo Sabres, Sabres Flyers, I believe, um, November 3rd. I-, I have a question. Maybe someone can answer this. My passport expires in November. Is that um, at the end of November? <laughs> it should, it says it says on the passport. It's on what your are you talking about? Oh, it, it says sh- an actual date. Yeah, it does say – it should say a date on your passport. Sometimes they don't let you in, though, if it's a month. Just get that shit renewed. You have to get that. It'll <laughs> take a while, though, no? I don't think so. There's just like a big backlog right now, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, so it'll take a while. Whatever. I'll oh, figure it out. Yeah. I think I should be good. Okay. Whatever. I'll figure it out. But, um, anyways, man, like I said, crazier in my life. Sports been crazy. 
everyone's saying where's gate 14 goes we're gate 14 going we're still gonna be doing one pot a week obviously get it every get it get get some guys tapped in here get some blue jays guy we're gonna get horowitz on here obviously we got close with horowitz too went to the bar um I got five or six right now, 100% guys lined up to come back on the pod in the offseason. So that's five or six weeks right there um, tapped in. So we'll be good. And I'm going to try to get Guillermo. <laughs> I want to try to get Guillermo on. Um, but You want Guillermo to come on? That would be funny. Because <laughs> if we could treat it like a CNN interview, we could just like be like, I almost... Guillermo. Okay. We're not going to cut this out because I edit it, but... You would almost be better to do like a tell all if he gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make the episode of Guillermo Martinez tells all exclusive. <laughs> I don't even know how you, you you stay serious if you ask him like what your approach was with the players, you know? I uh I would I don't know if I could I don't know <laughs> if I have, have what it takes. I don't know. I think that but that we got some fun be. stuff, man. The Johnny versus Avery saga. Um, we'll continue. I don't know why we did that in season. That was so dumb. Uh, with how well, much we were outside, we were like it was, it was very funny at the time too. Yeah, it was funny at the time. That's like better. how that's how our brains work. We want to do something, we, we do just it. go fucking do it. We're not gonna. It'll wait. be funnier in the off season to do that though. Yeah, yeah for sure. But Going anyways, man, Ontario um, Blue Jays uh, clubhouse to do a Johnny versus Avery. and you know there'll be like a show. There'll be tons of kids watching that. We'll have a crowd. But uh, as always, man, love you guys. Uh, see you guys in two weeks. Hopefully when we see talk to you guys, the Phillies are in the World Series or close to it. So we can kind of talk about our boy B-Stott. B-Stott and Schwarber going off. But uh, love you guys, man. A- JR, A for anything? Anything for the people? For Thank any you. Any words of wisdom? Thank you, the people. No, uh, no words of wisdom. Do your schoolwork. Uh, there you go. Read there your you books. Go.